I don't know. Avramovina didn't know. The Torah doesn't say where they're going. But he reaches a certain place and he stops. And that is exactly where the spot Hashem says to go. Can you imagine that? I mean, that's unbelievable. He went in the place where Hashem told him to go without him even knowing. So, uh, another thing uh, that were uh, that I uh, found in this week's parsha a fascinating thing is that uh, when uh, Avram was fighting and uh, they captured Light, he took back Light. What does Light do? Light says, you know what? Fine, I'm moving to Sedaim. He says, okay, goodbye, Charlie. I don't need the spiritual stuff. I'm going to go to with... Um, I'm going to go with the, um, uh, what do you call it? With the not spiritual, uh, who needs spiritual? Uh, of course, Avram is like, oh, I'm going to go to the other side because, you know, who wants to die? Hey, where they robbed you, where they cut people's feet off, where they, who knows what they did over there. What did they do over there? Well, <coughs> one of the stories, the biggest stories out there is with Eliezer, servant of Avram, and that's actually a very interesting story. Why was this story? Well, you see, Eliezer Ebed Avram, he once went to Sedaim. And he went to a wedding. And what happened by the wedding? They didn't want to give him food. And he said, okay, don't give me food. And he just sat down there and ate. Because they don't want to give him anything because he's a guest. They don't treat guests nicely over there. So, what did he do? He sat down there and wait and ate the food. And somebody comes over to him and said, Hey, who invited you here? And he said, what do you think he said? He said, What do you mean, who invited me here? You did! And that guy ran out. And uh, he went to the next the next guy came and said, Who invited you? And uh, of course, Eliezer said back, What do you mean, who invited me? You did! And that guy ran out. And lo and behold, he had, um, I don't know how many people, but he had the whole wedding meal for himself. And that's one story about Sadaim. And let's go to another story about Sadaim. Welcome everyone who's just joining on the air. Um, again, this is the Kishwani Hour, the new Kishwani Hour. I took over Yosef Lai Bornstein. And uh, I'm going to do an interview in a couple of minutes with David Haziza. And uh, we're right now discussing the Parsha. So... So basically, back to this parsha. One of the other stories of Sadaim we had that on Sadaim that Sadaim once Eliezer came in there, and fine, they started hitting him, and he went to a judge and said, "Look what happened! They hit me, and my blood, and my it hurts." And the judge says, "You have to pay them." And what did Eliezer do? Eliezer is a very smart guy, very smart slave. Says to says as it goes to the people, starts whacking them, whacking them, and whacking them until they're bleeding. And now goes to the judge and says, "Okay, Mr. Judge, now they have to pay me." And that is actually one of the interesting things that um, I found very interesting in this week's parsha that uh, that light was instead of going with Avram, instead of going with Avram, he. Uh, <coughs> He uh, he decided that he's going to go to Sedaim, and uh, well, our guest is not here, Nisam. I'm gonna. What should I do? Usual. <laughs> we we'll continue the show. Maybe, maybe the show he's on must the go. Maybe he's on the phone. Could we check the phone lines? <laughs> no, this morning. So we have a special listener that already uh, more than a more than an hour. More than an hour is let's just listen. And beautiful. We have uh, quite a few, uh, I would say, uh, with a, a dedicated and loyal listeners. We have a lot of listeners tonight. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. And really <laughs> something amazing. We also have a lot of listeners over here on uh, our live Instagram page over here. Okay. So now uh, you want to put some music? I don't know. Um, what you want, you, so. Uh, what music you would choose for us? I know that you would choose. Um, yeah. I, you know what? Let's. Uh, I love uh, the song. Uh, Called by uh, Micha Gammerman, Rabim. Uh, he's a, you know, he's one of my favorite. He's actually is going to be on next week. Uh, Micha, if you're out there, you're going to be on next week on the show. 
and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward. And uh, please don't speak. Oh, I think, I think I heard and, uh, oh, 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 yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> he yeah, came yeah, in. Yeah. Dovin oh. came in, and uh, we have to interrupt. Oh, we were about to put some music. Um, okay, all right, you can take a seat. Our guest just came in. Yes, our guest just came in, and uh, as you can see, uh, Dovin Haziza is here live with us in uh, studio. Uh, okay, Dovin. Yep. Number one, let's ask the, you the question. How did you get into the music industry? How did I get into the uh -huh. music industry? Um, I started off as a, uh, as a boy in Yeshiva Boys Choir, actually. You were in Yeshiva Boys Choir? Uh, I, was. Oh. I was. How many years uh, ago was that? I was going back. <laughs> <laughs> if Nisim says it's a secret, it's a secret. <laughs> okay, fine. I guess I asked the wrong uh, question. Yeah, okay, no, but so it was probably around, I'd say, uh, 12 years ago. Wow. Yeah, okay. Probably when I was around 10, 11. All right. Big shout out to Yossi Newman. Uh, yep. If Dovin Yossi's listening in right now, Dovin Haziza sends regards. Um, and Ellie Gerstner. <laughs> and Ellie Gerstner, of course. Correct. Uh, okay. So let's ask you your question. What is your favorite song that you love singing? Uh, it's a very hard question to answer because there's so many great songs that are out there today. You know, the, the older songs, the newer songs, you know, starting from Carla uh, Bach to. Moshe, yes, to Avram Free, to Mordechai and David. There's just so much. There is and and it's, music, it's yes. very hard to just you pick, one. you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, if you went to any uh, people who compose songs, who would your favorite uh, composer be? Composer be? It's the same question as <laughs> what your favorite there, song there would be. There is a lot of composers <laughs> out there. There's definitely a lot of composers. And there's a lot of new guys, actually, right now that are, you know, pushing in a lot of songs. Do you compose any music? Uh, I do. I do oh, compose. You do. So yeah. how did you, how, that's a talent. How did you uh, get into that? Uh, to composing? Yeah. Well, composing is not really my uh, my go-to, but uh, I like to sit on a piano and oh, just come up with... you do compose I do compose, yeah. So how, yeah. how did you get into composing? How, what does it take for somebody... <laughs> well, I did start off playing uh, piano uh, when I was younger as well. And, you know, some people are just more trained, I guess, you know, with their ear. Some people, it takes time to build up their skill. Right. Um, if you're more trained with your ear, I feel that, you know, you can come up with, let's say, if it's a melody or, you know, a tune, whatever uh -huh. it is, and uh, put it together. And that's, uh, wow. you know, slowly, slowly putting little pieces together. That's what ended up happening. Okay, so you, you work with somebody or you just produce the music yourself, Um or? So I just I just put out a single uh, oh, a couple I'm weeks ago. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Sorry, boys and girls listening. Kindleach, adults, everybody who's listening. I didn't know that uh, he put out a single. That's terrible. Uh, <laughs> there's always a first. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm sorry I didn't know. Okay, so who do you get inspiration from? Who inspires you to do your work? Uh, who inspires me? Yeah, well, like, there's oh, which uh, singer or, uh, you know? Um, well, there's a bunch of them. I mean, all of them have a lot, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of what to learn from. There's, uh, you know, from Shmuley Unger to Mordechai Shapiro to, uh, you know, Yaakov Shwaki. Uh, there's just so, you know, so many talented people that each one has their thing that, you know, I'm to pick up. To ask this, but how many singles did you put out? Because I know you. We just put out our first one with uh, Odi Damari in Israel uh, three weeks ago. And I heard you were going to put out another one. During, uh, well, a music video is coming up from it's show next week. Yeah. Okay, uh, that's what I've been hearing. Okay, so, so uh, do you do it all yourself, all this stuff. Play my song. Huh? You can play my song. Well, what is your song? <laughs> Zetov. Zetov. Okay, Nisim. Yeah. Well, yeah, he wants his song to be played. All right, you know, know. in honor of our... Uh, what is the song? Zetov. Zetov David Haziza. It's okay. It's on YouTube. <laughs> so... Okay, okay. What inspired you to make that song? What inspired me to... Uh -huh. uh, so I actually did not compose that song. Um, that was a song composed by Odi Damari. And uh, I was in studio... I went to meet him, and I heard a couple of tracks, and I was very happy with this track. And uh, that's, you know, from from there was history. I, you know, heard it a couple of times, and um, Baruch Hashem, it was it was it was a process, and we, you know, we finally got down to uh, to doing it. Yeah, yeah. So who inspired? Uh, who do you think inspired Uri Damari? Who inspired Uri Damari? Damari. <laughs> Uri Damari. I'm never gonna get the name straight. Uri Damari. Uri Damari. Um, yeah. Who inspired him? That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, he's been, he 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 was in music school for a really long time, 
and uh, he's worked with top uh, singers. I guess he's and... the next guy I'm gonna have on. Okay, <laughs> all right. You can air him on from Artisrael. <laughs> you have the song? No, maybe you can help me just. Uh... All right. So uh, while he's going to help, I'm just gonna say a small little vert, another vert on Parshas So like when Sadaim and Eliezer came on to the door, to uh, knocked on the light door and light let him in. And that is actually, and we're going to learn in Parshas Vayero, that he's, that's why he was saved in Parshas Vayero of the big overturning of Sedaim. Anyways. Okay, we have it. Yeah, you have the song. Yes. Okay, so we're now okay. going to play, uh, we're going to play Zetov. You know, Zetov is this good. It's very good. Praise yeah. God. Always praise yeah. God. Yeah, all okay. right. Wow. We are back live with uh, um, David Haziza, and uh, this was his new single, his uh, first single, uh, uh, Zeto. Um, okay, so let's go to our questions. So what, what was your first uh, performance you sang? Uh, first performance I've ever sang at? I'm saying, you know, like what, a wedding or what? Um, didn't start off at weddings. It started off, I guess, with bar mitzvahs uh, a few years ago, and slowly, uh, slowly, you know, tr transformed to uh, um, just small concerts, getting to big concerts, and uh, you know, just did a couple shows now in Eretz Yisrael. You were all in Eretz Yisrael. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So I just did a bunch of concerts over there, uh, and Baruch Hashem now getting, you know, getting into the wedding scene over here. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, David, uh, David, David, yeah. no, David, no. Can't 
No, David, David, you know, Dudi, all that. Everything. You go. So I understand that you're Brooklyn, right? Yep. Born and raised. Yeah, born and raised in Brooklyn, you know, just then said, let's say yeshiva, regular yeshiva, right? Yep. I've been yeshiva in Brooklyn. I've been yeshiva in five towns. Okay, and, and, uh, and this, you know, but you, in the meantime, the, how, is your parent, how do you get to the Shiva Bo, Boys Choir, right? Yep. The, how do you get it? Your parents register? You so, like it? Uh, when, I, when I was younger, it was just something that I always liked doing. I always liked singing and, um, you know, I had a couple of friends who were in the choir also and they, they pushed me and they said, you know, you, this is for you. You got to try it. And it was, uh, you know, it was something that I wanted to try. And that's, uh, that was my inspiration. That's what I did. And, um, yeah, that was, you know. From there was uh that's where everything started so you, you i understand you're sparadic right i am yeah okay Moroccan. so how it's how it's combined with ashkenaz the singing and that's because uh, um so it's it's a big uh you know i grew up in ashkenazi yeshivas my parents sent me to ashkenazi yeshivas um i was brought up sparty so i sort of had the mix of both you know from home i had sparty from the you know friends and stuff uh i had the ashkenazi feel so you know I feel like I put everything all in one into the song. <laughs> no, that's that's uh, I tell you something that when we started with J Root Radio, I don't know if you remember, like 10 years ago. Yep, I so remember that. Everybody, everybody <laughs> I used to listen to him every this. Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody complain about, you know, Yo, you're too much Ashkenaz, too much Sparadic, this Hasidish, this Litvish. Yep. Everybody complain. It's true. And later, when the ears, you know, because many times our ears not cannot, uh, you know, register the, the different sound like the, for, so for example for example for me it was very difficult to listen to ashkenaz music in the beginning right ashkenaz avera all avera and all this stuff and ashkenaz was very difficult to understand me oh right. you, 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 you are israeli you know with your accent i understand this but slowly slowly it's penetrated that's why i said that we are proud to be part of this you know music world that we create something new here in, 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 in Brooklyn. And I, I know that even Jakob Shweki admitted that he wouldn't come with, with a, a Sephardic uh, CD if it wasn't because of, you know, the idea that we expose this idea because in Shweki in the beginning was only Ashkenaz. That's true. Right? Yeah. And we get basically gave the ears of the Ashkenaz and Sephardic to listen. Uh, uh, Fried, Avon Fried was here and he uh, who, who love his uh, uh yiddish uh cd well today Sp everybody's it's incredible it's amazing to see that uh the uh this so so your, your parents was encouraging you to go to so my parent my father is actually you want to you're talking about sparty and ashkenaz my my father is actually a big uh Chazan in uh, South Africa for Yeki Kihila. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was, you know, that people are still like, whenever they hear that, they're like, how did that ever happen? <laughs> you know? But it was, uh, it was definitely something which, uh, you know, which inspired me also, even in the, in the Ashkenazi, uh, Ashkenazi uh, music. And um, it, it really, you know, I, I really feel like I got, you know, sitting by the Shabbat table, we uh, started off. I mean, we you know we we've been singing all always uh, you know Sephardic, uh, Zmirot. So I really got a you know a taste of both worlds, which really pushed me to uh, you know to come out with something where I felt was in the middle and something everybody could uh, you know could connect to. And it's amazing. I mean, it, the truth is, with this song, I didn't know you know what the outcome would be, what would happen. But at the end of the day, like you know, it was something which was geared towards I guess something you know more of the Israeli crowd. Um, but it's, it's, it's incredible that people that say that, you know, they don't even listen, you know, the, the biggest compliment for me is, is people that, I, that I'm hearing that don't even listen to Jewish music. They told me this song, you know, we just like listen to non-Jewish music, but this song really did it for us. And it really, you know, it really pushed things in the right direction, even though we don't listen to Jewish music. So that was something very, uh, very incredible to hear. And the truth is that's, you know, that, that's my goal as a, as, as a singer. Um, you know, it's, it's something that people have to realize that it's all encompassing. People have to, you know, they listen to songs. It's not just about the song itself. It's about the feel. It's about, you know, what the song does to you, what the after effect of the song is. And that's the way I look at it. You know, if it brings you together, if, uh, if it's Bachdut and it's something which, uh, pushes, you know, pushes together. I think that's, uh, that's, that's really what music supposed to do. To is that tov? Is that tov mood? Yep. It's excellent, you know. <laughs> yeah, and it's Hashem, beautiful. Baruch and Baruch Hashem, uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful song and uh, I believe that uh, everybody will, uh, uh, many, so many people uh, will Hashem. listen and uh, re-listen it.
we're going to put it in our playlist also. Thank you. And just, uh, okay. Uh, All right. Sh- yeah. So, uh, how would you tell children that, to inspire them to go use their talent the way you did? Um, I feel that they have to, the first step is, is really to, to push themselves a little bit more. And I feel that, you know, sometimes there, there are so many different situations in schools where, um, you know, there's, there's, there's so many different scenarios where people or, or, or kids at a young age don't feel that they want to push themselves more. Um, whether it's in, you know, uh, uh, learning or, or different talents that they have. And it's, you know, some, some people, you know, uh, for example, me, when I was younger, it was something very hidden in me, and I, you know, it was very hard for me to push out, but, you know, through the right inspiration, I did that. And if you feel, if, if you find people to inspire you, whether it's friends or it's parents or it's siblings, um, that give you that extra motivation, that, that extra step to move on, uh, you know, take it all, whatever you have, and always move up and always try your best, and uh, that's how you're going to succeed. Uh-huh. Well, what was the biggest prob- what's the biggest problem you have as a singer? Uh, biggest problem. <laughs> yeah, haven't really thought about this one. <laughs> no. Um, it's, because there is singers out there who, you know, I'm sure they have the problems with the music industry and yep. stuff like that. Yep. I mean, there's. It's a hard industry to get into. It definitely, definitely is a hard industry. I mean, what you know, there there could be a couple of stuff, but you know, one thing that comes to mind right now is you know, especially when you're on, uh, whether it's uh, from job to job, from concert to concert or to weddings you know, you're back to back with, uh, with a lot of things and it's very hard to, you know, always keep up and maintain. It's a really, you know, it's a difficult schedule, but, uh, you have to, you know, you have to really give it your best and try, uh, mm-hmm. so, you know. uh, when you sing, uh, by your wedding, for example, you get like uh, nervous or by it's, uh, um, you go, <laughs> if, if you go to weddings that sing, it's, uh, you know, so I, I know a lot of people, they'll, the story, even the storytellers, they'll go in front of a crowd. There'll be a little yeah, stage you know, right, stage fright. Yeah. yeah, right, right. So, um, while you going to the boys' choir it probably helped you. It, yeah, so so I gotta say, Shiva Boys Choir did give me that confidence to stand, you know, in front of. Uh, even though I wasn't alone, but it definitely gave me a confidence to see a whole crowd, uh, you know, with five, six, seven thousand people. Um, you know, the first time I did it, I was very nervous, but uh, slowly, slowly, it happened that you know it really uh, mm-hmm. it wore off and. Uh, now, Baruch Hashem. So, you, did you take voice lessons? I know you yeah. went to Yeshiva yeah. Voice Choir, but after that, <laughs> Definitely I'm sure the voice soared down, right? Um, so, yeah. voice lessons really, I mean, everyone's taking, you know, everyone that's, uh, that's singing and constantly singing has to take voice lessons for numerous different reasons. But voice lessons really helps you just keep up, um, you know, maintain it, maintain your voice, especially that you're, you know, from one to the next uh, with jobs and stuff like that. And uh, it was something that I had to start doing uh, a couple of years ago, and Baruch Hashem, I'm very thankful that I started it uh-huh. and uh, still going. You know. So, it's uh, voice lessons is tough to think. Uh, is it tough? Uh, I wouldn't say it's what, tough. Let's start. What what is uh, what do they do by voice lessons? So, um, I guess every voice teacher has their own uh, shita or you know their own uh, way of of uh, of doing or conducting the voice lessons. Um, I, I mean, it's pretty much they start off with, uh, you know, going up on scales and different stuff like that and uh, eventually getting to, you know, um, teaching you how to sing from uh, from the stomach. Which, so so uh, what, what would be the highest uh, key you will be able to sing, like, <laughs> if uh, um, talking about those keyboards? <laughs> probably go up to... Uh, I mean, it depends, obviously, on the song. You know, different songs have different... Because I, I know certain singers, they'll go be able to go really, really high in yep. their singing. Everyone has a different range. Yep, that's what it is. Right. Okay. So that, that's again. I'm interviewing uh, David Aziza over here, uh, and uh, we're we're of this. Uh, it's uh, amazing that he's been uh, in the Yeshiva Boys Choir, and he's uh, been taking voice lessons after Yeshiva Boys Choir. What inspired you to continue singing? Um, what inspired me? Well, it was really seeing the, uh, you know, the crowd's approach and, you know, when I, when I sing, um, you know, the push, the compliments and, uh, you know, just, just, just people enjoyed it. And when you see, you know, this is a lesson for life when you see people, um, enjoying something that you do, never stop, just go on. <laughs> uh, so you, uh, you, you're doing it because you want people to, well, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm doing it, you know, for myself to get, to, to, to get compliments, no, but I, I feel that there's a lot more, you know. A lot more to it. I feel that people have, uh, you know, 
the, the compliments I'm saying inspired you. That's well, you're it, it, it it did inspire me. Um, but I mean, most importantly, I inspired myself to continue doing what I doing what what I do. And uh, I have to say that you know, self inspiration is the best inspiration. Uh, do you, you work with a kind of uh, basically an uh, orchestra or something like this? You know, um, when you're so, waiting, when yeah, you're waiting so, on Simchot, what is uh, a one-man band? So sometimes it's one-man bands and uh, sometimes it's, uh, you know, full bands, full productions. Um, depends on whatever the, uh, you know, everyone today needs him as uh, freelancers, so. <laughs> yeah, and the yeah. question is also, can you give some, uh, some stories about, you know, strange things happened to you and I know that... To me, when I was working and and a wedding, there were many many funny stories. <laughs> so I, I can I can I can remember I can remember one, uh, you know, just off the top of my head. Uh, you know, a wedding was about to start, and uh, you know, everyone was, was you know was excited. Everyone was there, the whole crowd, and uh, it was right before the you know Lechatan and the Kala walk in, and uh, you know I'm on the mic and I'm about to introduce them, and uh, you know. Please welcome. And all of a sudden, right when I got to their name, something happened with the sound. The mic stops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure they knew that we had the right intentions. No, for them, good, yeah. good the mic stop. <laughs> I thought that maybe you forgot the names. It's <laughs> also <laughs> blank, you know, in the suddenly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, what, normally, what it's uh, before the wedding is people asking you a songs or just you prepare the repertoire. Or um, so I would say for for most things, I mean, depending what it is, if it's a wedding or whatever it is, you know, there's a, already a list prepared uh, of songs. Um, a lot of times there are different requests that people want, and you know, based on the request, that's uh, you know, that's what we uh, we go with. Some people like you know prefer having older songs, some newer songs. Everyone's uh, you know, everyone's different. I'm back on. Okay. I'm sorry, I take your time. I'm uh, sorry. No, it's you know. fine. Okay, United need a break. Yeah, so uh, I, I, we're interviewing uh, David Aziza with. Uh, he just came out with his single Zetov, and uh, everybody should really listen to it. It's uh, really, I really that song inspired me to uh, continue my show. Um, <laughs> anyways, so back to the singing business. So you you mentioned some uh, one story. I'm sure there's many other stories you had from weddings that uh, happened in the weddings. Like, uh, was there any like other interesting stories? Interesting stories. Uh, I mean, it's every. I would say <laughs> there's so many things that things that happen. You know, on on the music scene that it's you know every time there's always another you know interesting thing that happens. You don't really keep track. <laughs> you don't keep track. Huh? Yeah, that's what it is. It's uh -huh. you know. You, you just wow. keep on going. <laughs> so you just keep on going. Uh, the one, the, well, <laughs> that's like the Khatan. He doesn't remember the word. That's right. <laughs> uh, uh -huh. It happened to you that you forgot uh, sometimes, you know, wording from the from the songs or something. Well, like this. so it did end. It did. It, I mean, at the beginning, you know, it was a little bit of a challenge, and it did happen a couple of times that I did forget, uh, you know, words uh, to certain songs. Um, you know, I, I got to say that every beginning, you know, most beginners you know when they start you know getting on the wedding scene or whatever it is there's always going to be something that's going to you know not go right but again you know it's it's all about um improving and uh and you know slowly slowly you got everything uh down pat and Listen, I don't know why I'm hosting the show here. You should be hosting. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just helping, does enough. <laughs> I'm just um, like behind okay. the, you know. What advice would you have for somebody who wants to go into your field, into the singing business, what what advice would you be able to give them? And uh, you know, what advice? Um, yeah. So mainly, like what I said earlier about just trying to you know to push, push yourself, push right, yourself right, as much as you can. What advice and would you be able to give them? Um, so I mean, you know, there's there's so many different uh, you know beautiful. For example, one uh, let's say technique in singing. Uh, if you'd ask a technique, um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I don't really, you know, oh, use techniques. Oh, I just go with the with the. You just go with the go flow. With the flow. And, uh, it's just, okay. Yeah, it's I, I just, guess you know that comes probably with voice a, lessons and. Uh, the voice lesson or it's just. Uh, you uh, voice lessons voice. are not natural. No, they. No, it's, I'm saying your voice is naturally good because I know some singers they have the naturally good voice. Uh, 
I would say I would say most singers today have you know naturally good voices. The ones that are on the uh, you know that are doing jobs and you know all these kind of different things. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, what what can we uh, what more can you tell kids to you know to, let's say to inspire them to do their best ability of uh, doing their work and stuff like that. Uh, the ability to do their try their hardest. Um, it's a good question. <laughs> Uh, I would say, you know, if, if it, whether it's, uh, you know, you play an instrument or you sing or, you know, whatever it is, always try to see what, you know, the, the, the public has to say, which is, you know, which, you know, there's a big question. And, uh, you know, people never, you know, they've, they've been asking people and stuff like that. And there was never really much support from you know from the public but because they persisted and they you know they went ahead and did what they did um you know they 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 became uh they became who they are and you know there, there are many that started off also uh great and 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 people you know just kept on uh... so uh, basically you want Uh, let's say uh, I advise to them to like you know go into uh, keyboard. You play keyboard, right? I you do. I, so, well, I. Yeah. How would be your advantage? Really, I usually, you know, I prepare myself. Oh, is that really like covered up? I prepare myself before, and uh, you know, it's it's one lesson that you know people should know in general. If you mess up, and this is one thing I would say for everything, uh, if you mess up, just continue. Don't look back. Just move forward. So that that's really good advice. If uh, somebody messes up on a test, just uh, don't look back at the test. Yeah, continue trying just continue. your hardest. That's right. And uh, if you failed pushing. one. Just know that the next one you're well, gonna pass. And, were there any tr interesting stories uh, in any concert that you have? Or... Um, not really, huh? Trying to remember. <laughs> oh, okay. No, yeah. We we catch him uh, unprepared. Oh. <laughs> so I, yeah, I so, thought I was no, unprepared. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but it's you know what? It's it's funny because you have. I'm sure that there are so many, and it's happened to all of us. Some, yep. Suddenly, suddenly, some become like a blank. My my question. I'm blank. <laughs> We all, Baruch Hashem, we all this, you know, this something that the Kadosh Baruch will give us to forget something that... Uh, yeah, and, for, and Nisim forgetting is a good thing also. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Of course. Definitely. You know, uh, sometimes people get into disputes and stuff like that, and, uh, you know, they forget about it, and, you know, then that's, that creates shalom. That's the midah of the Kadosh Baruch who give us right. uh, to make create a shalom. Yep. Uh, the, the question like this is like, uh, when, when it would, it's basically a question to, and, and to the kids. That when you when you get uh, like something a faulty or fail something, it just only thinks that to go up is getting up and continue, and not stop. Though you cannot stop because when you start looking back, you are uh, become. We're going to learn it in a few parashot from now, like Eshet Lot, you know. Yep. When she looks back, what happened to her? She become bitter and stone. Basically, she couldn't move. She become basically a rock. And when we're looking back. So our things, yeah, we are basically become, you know, paralyzed. And this is the idea of, you know, when you I believe that you feel it, sometimes you, oh, you, you can stand on a stage and you freeze yourself. And you, you ask yourself, I will continue or not? I don't believe that ever happened to him. <laughs> uh, that I, he ever froze him over the it stage. It did. It happened many times at the, you know, this, this at scenario, the beginning stages. Definitely all of happen. us. <laughs> it's happened to all of us. That's right. 
if it's in the show, if it's in the regular job, everything, suddenly you're stuck. Man, never happens to me, come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. so uh, basically we are interviewing Dovid Aziza. We're going to the final touches of uh, the final touches of a music video, you said, yeah? Yep. And this is the Zatov video? This is the song we did for Zatov. Oh, wow. Uh, so that, yeah. that, that probably uh, would be a very interesting video to watch. Yep, Amir Tosham, it's uh, expected to be out next week. Um, it was definitely uh, something, you know, something very interesting, very challenging, the video. How do you make a music video? Um, okay, so that's a great question. How do you make a music video? So I would say there's two ways, you know, you can either go with... The, I, I know with the photographer, but I'm saying... The, the, you can either have a producer, you know, I mean, every uh, music video has that. Who arranges the whole uh, theme and everything? So there's, there's usually a producer on scene that, you know, really takes care of everything from beginning to end. And he, you know, he puts together a script and he, you know, puts together his idea for what a music video is supposed to be like. And all you have to do is really just, uh, just play it out. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the question is like a money, finance. How are we doing it? <laughs> I, know that, I know that it's very, very uh, tough. Nisan, don't go Everything comes down now. to that. <laughs> no, I'm very tough to, uh, to produce a, a CD, any, any single, any music. You know, we're talking about CDs. We should produce a CD okay. of Kishwani Hour. No problem, no problem. You raise the money, but first of all, they pay the, they pay the bills here. <laughs> the it's question like this really uh that's i know that it's very tough and first of all are you selling your uh you as you can people purchase it through the, the amazon or the what? song uh is, the song is yeah. for free so, now the song is on youtube and uh it's getting up to spotify if, uh you know spotify apple music it could be purchased on google play uh and all the other musical platforms being uh you know uploaded right now as we speak um yep yeah. And uh, I, 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 we mentioned all the time in every music uh, program that purchase it, don't take it. It's really good. Right. Don't it's download really, the don't music. Don't allow the result. Yep. You know, the singers sure. are losing a lot more money than you think. But, and uh, I know firsthand uh, a lot of people have been a lot of singers to, have been telling me, and I'm sure you won't be the first one telling <laughs> me that. Uh, you know, besides being Geneva, besides stealing, it, you know, it's a, really, it hurts the singer. And then you wonder why, but he didn't come out with a CD, etc. Yeah, he didn't come out with a CD in a long time. Shreki didn't come out with a CD in a long time. Why? Because it's not, the money's not being good over there. Yeah, he, people are downloading the music. So boys, girls, people out there, do not download the music because... In order to a musician, in order for a singer to come out with a music, tell me if I'm right, yeah? In order to come out with more CDs that you enjoy, the same by storytellers, the more you want them to produce, the more you got to buy. Correct. That's 100%. the way it works. And uh, yes, we is. all know it's expensive. It's $15, $16. It's expensive. Some people could afford some people. And, you know, downloading is always easy. But you know what? Forget about illegal and uh, Geneva, but yeah, it's hurting another business and we really shouldn't get down to that level because that is me especially that we're such a small market and yeah that is me that's actually to go down to that level to hurt somebody else um do you have any stories to inspire children to uh you know, um as an ending note because it is yeah. 748 and i'm about to end right um so i mean something inspiring i uh well, it was probably around the year, year and a half ago, where I was uh, involved. I mean, still am. Baruch Hashem, Sameach, you know, Lipa uh, Schwartz, if you're hearing this from okay. Sameach. All right. Like, so what, what is Sameach? Sameach is, uh, it's an organization that helps, uh, you know, families with children that are, you that know. That have, uh, yeah, the you know, in hospitals. issues in hospitals. Yeah. Stuff like that. Oh, wow. Well, so so this they, is something I knew. I never knew you got yeah, into that. Yeah. And this is a whole other interview itself. So how did you get into Samir? <laughs> uh, how did I get into Miss... Into a hospital. Oh, so, so what do you do there? You just sing or what? So they... So basically, I mean, they called me down. They told me there was a family who was, uh, you know, in a really terrible accident uh, with an 18, you know, wheeler truck. Uh, the whole mishpacha was uh, injured, you know, from wow. the parents. Uh, you know, when I heard that, I said, you know, I, I have to go and I have to, uh, you know, we, we have to make it, you know, something exciting, something happy for them. Um, and, uh, you know, Baruch Hashem, we got there and 
they weren't too happy you know they after after going through something like that you're not you're not so enthusiastic you're not you know the mood in in the room was very uh gloomy and um you know we saw the parents and we came in the minute we came in they were extremely you know they they were happy and you know we 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 got there we played we sang right. and that, the that's... the the environment in the room just uplifted and it became uh it became really incredible and uh that's really the power of music. It's uh, you know it's something which. So can, you just went into the room and you just. Sang. We we and, just sang. We, we gave them a good time wow. and they joined in with that's, us and, really and you a, couldn't see that there was any pain. Wow. Even, that, know, that really pain is, is. A, that's really one of the inspiring things about singers that they go to uh, people. It's music, I think. <laughs> the singer, the singers, the music that uh, people, the singers actually love to do this. They actually love to go to the sick people, not because. Not because they uh, want to make money, but they're doing this because it's making the sick people happy. And that's called Mitzvah of Bikr Cholem that you're going to learn in next week's Parsha and Parsha Vayera. Um, you have any interesting stories about uh, the, your organ? You said you were with Mitzvah Mitzvah. Well, that was. Besides the story that you just mentioned with the child. But any interesting I mean, they... story that uh, the child was able to dance with you or what? Um. So I, I mean, I haven't really like you know been with them. Uh, oh, you haven't been with them such a long time. Too, All right. too too long, you know. But okay, uh, okay. Every story with them is inspiring. Whatever happens with. All uh, right, we're gonna wrap things up over here. That was David Aziza, and. Uh, One second, David. David, before yeah. before we just what you doing? Then you you all you all day all day music or How just your. Where's Milky? Where's Milky? Where's Milky? Where's Milky? Milky, where's Milky? Milky's gone. It's gone. Oh, he's here. No, no, my hair. Okay, all right, you're here. So that is actually a very good question. That is a very good question. So for a while, I've been doing just music alone. Recently, I just, you know, I've gotten to Shivan Artisrael. Uh, I learn in Shiva now, and uh, I do music. Uh, I do music. Oh, so you you are now in Israel? Uh, yeah, I'm in uh, Shiva in Israel. Which so, I can know. Uh, Barry, uh, Barry Kleins. It's a chaver in the mirror. That, that's no? interesting. Um, that they, so you're in America and in Israel at the same time. How yeah, do you travel so much. Well, I was here for you know after Yom Tov a little bit because I had a couple of uh, concerts and stuff like that. Weddings that's, and concerts. Yeah. Uh -huh. And the Merz Hashem in uh, two weeks, heading oh, back to Israel. Oh, so that's going to be a long oh, time. Oh, you'll miss my daughter's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> when is your daughter's wedding? We might have to fly back in for that. Everybody's <laughs> going to be invited over yeah, here. If I mention it on here, everybody's going to come. It's December 10th. Yeah. December 10th, and uh, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to bankrupt. <laughs> wow. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So, all right. We're going to wrap things up. And, put, uh, uh, and So we're going to put the song again. Right. Well, yeah. just give me a few okay, minutes, yeah. and uh, just for uh, ending note, David uh, do you want to finish off with uh, anything to uh, for the uh, listeners out there? Um, I think that just you know, just continuing on what I said before, just continue pushing yourself, and always know one thing is that you know whatever happens is is not always you. It's uh, it's Siata Dishmaya that pushes you, and it's Hashem that gives you. Any power, any strength, anything that you know that you feel that you might have accomplished, it's always a shem. And you know, if you believe in that, that's you know, it's always gonna it's always gonna move up from there. All right, trust okay. in a Yep. Okay. All right. That was an interview with David Aziza and the sweet partial question. What was the symbolize of Avram's battle against the four kings? Again, Avram battled four kings in this week's partial. And what did it symbolize? What was the what was the note to it that it symbolized something? It uh, inspired, it made something. And the uh, answer will be next week. And if you know the answer, you can text it to me, 347-927-3279. And if you want to be a junior reporter, just text the studio or text me, 347-927-3279. And uh, text uh, the studio, 347-927-3279. Three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. There we go. I'm already. This has been the Kishrani Hour. I'm Moshe Grunfeld. Have a great job. And we're going to end off with. We uh, said that tov. That's, 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 that's excellent. <laughs>
Thank you. 